Welcome Muggles to Rants and Review, and boy do we have a great episode in store for you. We're discussing one of our favourite book universes, Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. Stick around to learn all about our houses, wands, favourite characters and places, all of the basics, and don't worry, we do plan on going into more detail in future episodes. But until then, we're going to get ourselves to Hogwarts, where everyone is magic cool. What are you currently reading? Have you changed anything from the last episode? No, but I've added more. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Great. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have all the ones before, but I have actually put some down that I've kind of like left and I'm going to ignore until I finish everything else. Okay. So you will come back to them or have you like left them? I, I will come back to them. Okay. once. I-, I feel like I can't read this many at once. So, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. What a shocker! Okay, yeah. good. So, a little princess. I put down early riser. I'm going to pick it back up mm-hmm. soon. I've put down Cersei and the Cyclops. Mm-hmm. And so, technically, I'm only reading a little princess and the second of the Heroes of Olympus. And yesterday, I picked up a graphic novel novel called Sheets. Oh, cool! Which is about this girl who works in a laundrette has kind of taken it over from her parents. Her mum died and she's running the place. And a ghost Ooh. in the shape of like a sheet, you know, Halloween yeah, yeah. kind of thing. And they meet and it's just the, their little relationship. It's really short, but it's really cute. and Cute. I'll have to check it out. It, it, it is really good, yeah. Sheet. Sheets, right. yeah. I've just um, finished it on Goodreads, so it's probably on there. Oh, cool. Perfect. And I think that's it. That sounds like too little, but I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, compared to the last episode, that's quite short. Yeah. I feel like there's probably more, but, you know, that's all I can remember right now. Okay. Cool. Well, I finished Sea Witch by Sarah Henning since the last episode. And so that one's done. I'll put that one aside. You're doing so well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, I've just literally as in about 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, picked up to all the boys I've loved before. Um, Mostly because it's been on my list forever. And like a lot of things, because the movie's just recently come out on Netflix, I'm like, okay, well, I have to read the book before I see the movie. And everyone says the movie's really good. It is. It really is. It's like, I actually want to say it's like almost identical to the book. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's good. There's only minor changes, like they meet in a different place. Okay, yeah. Because they haven't introduced that place, so yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah, okay. I really liked it. Cool. Yeah, so I, I only bought it last week, so I was like, I, ha- I must read that. So I put off my other to-be-read pile um, until I read that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So far, it's good. I'm only 36 pages in, but so far, pretty good. <laughs> Um, yeah. That reminds me, I started, um, the book club book tonight. Oh, you did? So it arrived? Yes, Great. it arrived yesterday. And I started it tonight. I'm about four chapters in, I think. Okay, cool. Which isn't that many pages because they're kind of short chapters, but... They are really short chapters, yeah. aren't they? But yeah, so that, and that's... Travelling in the Dark, is it? Yes. yes. By Emma or Emily Tipling? Uh, Emma. Emma. Emma, Emma Tipping, Emma Tipling... I don't know. 
it's on my bedside table and I can't bother going over there and getting yeah, it. Yeah, you have my copy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Google it, dear listeners. <laughs> Harry Potter episode. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. What do we start with? I don't know. Uh, maybe start with how you start at Hogwarts and what house are you in? Oh, and we can discuss our percentages. Oh my goodness. I have many things <laughs> to say about that. Okay, so let's just start off with um, the Pottermore results. What was your Hogwarts house? Hufflepuff. Which, to be honest, until I did the Pottermore thing which I was one of the first people to join it. I, do you remember, did you do the feather thing to get like the early access? Yes, I did. Yeah. So I did that. So I was like one of the first and I got Hufflepuff. I was like, but I'm a Ravenclaw. I've always been a Ravenclaw. I don't understand. And then like reading through it and like I was accepting it. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. actually, yeah, yeah, I'm a Hufflepuff. I am. <laughs> I am. That's so good. But according to the percentages... I'm 82% Hufflepuff and 80% Ravenclaw. Okay, yes. So? So the percentages we're talking about internet is this, like, website, which is, it's on Pottermore, eh? You can click through to it from there. Is that what you said? Uh, I don't know. I actually, I just Googled it. I heard, um, what's his name on Potterless talking about it? So the, um quiz we're talking about is a combination of all the possible questions that Pottermore asks you and then your your uh what's the word your answers simple word your answers are determined what percentage of each house you're in um so you might be like 50 percent something 40 percent another one um so that's what we're talking about so you were what was your top percentage, Hufflepuff? Yeah, 82%. 82, okay. Okay, okay, so I feel like I have to tell my story now. Um, so when, back in the day when Pottermore first came out, right, I did, like, the early access thing, mm-hmm. did the, like, there was very few questions back then, I Yeah, think. I yeah, there was very, was, there wasn't many. It wasn't very high-tech. Um, and I remember doing it, and I got Gryffindor, and I was like, great, perfect, this is what I like, fantastic. A year or so went on and I like something happened and I just could not log in when I remembered that Portimore existed and I wanted to go back. I couldn't log in, couldn't even like remember what email address it was. So I was like, I'll just start a new account. It'll be fine. But by this stage, they had kind of added a few more questions. And so my house changed from Gryffindor to Hufflepuff identity crisis <laughs> it was such an identity crisis and i didn't know which one i like fit in yep. because i was like yeah because i love both of them so much and so um you might see on my personal instagram i've labeled myself as a huffledore griffin puff mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and i've written a blog post about it and everything um so that's kind of what i feel i am okay but then <laughs> but then i did the Pottermore sorting quiz with all the mm-hmm, questions mm-hmm. to get the percentage the top one was Gryffindor at 78%. The second one was Hufflepuff at 78%. Oh my god! And I was like, this is proof that my life is a Huffledore Gryffindor. But then my Ravenclaw is next, and that's at 70%. Oh my god! Which I always kind of thought about as well, because mm-hmm. I love like learning and I love like all that like books and yep, stuff. Yep. I don't know. And then Slytherin is 14%, which is fine. I'm fine with that. That's cool. But like 78, 78, 
70. Like, those are remarkably close. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, it's just, like, back in the whole identity crisis shenanigan. So, because you're so close on all three, if you had to choose one that, like, if the Sorting Hat was asking you right now mm. what to mm-hmm. go in, what would you choose? My, like, I want to say Gryffindor, but at the same time, I don't look good in red. So... <laughs> and you like, look I good look in really yellow? Bad in red. I don't mind yellow. Like, I can rock a bright yellow. Probably mm-hmm. not like a mustard, but I can do a bright yellow. But I look good in blue. So, when I went to, um, like, the Harry Potter studio tour in London a couple of years ago and went into the shop and totally fangirled over absolutely everything, as you do... The scarf that I bought was a Ravenclaw scarf because it was blue, not because it was necessarily my house. Mm -hmm. So now that these results, and I'm 70% Ravenclaw, I kind of feel better about getting the Ravenclaw Mm -hmm. scarf. Mm -hmm. But I think if Sorting Hat was on, probably Gryffindor. But who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And we'll never find out because I'm definitely older than 11 now. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's long gone, long gone. Whereas for me, my other percentages, I was 46% Slytherin. And oh, only, really? Yeah, and 32% Gryffindor, which I kind of, I kind of understand. I'm not, I'm not the, I don't have the courage. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, funny. Yeah. I'm like half Slytherin. <laughs> A Slytherin and Hufflepuff as well, like, like the combination. Well, I mean... Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw, and then, oh yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. Slytherin. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm dressed in Ravenclaw clothes right you now. You are, you are. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, so I kind of accepted that I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. E- even though I got two percent less Ravenclaw, I am still just yeah. I just say that's I'm a Hufflepuff. still your strongest. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like I'm a Hufflepuff, <laughs> and we are. We are, we are not lame. No, definitely not. Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. Heck yes. Thanks, Newt Scamander as well. He was a Hufflepuff. Oh, yes. Okay, then what about your wand on Pottermore? I thought we were going to go to um, Ilmorny. Oh, we can do, yep. Seeing as that's like houses kind of thing. Because that's, that's why I felt weird being sorted into Thunderbird. Yes. Okay, and I got sorted into Horn Serpent, which is like the equivalent of Ravenclaw because it's like mind and knowledge yeah. and learning and stuff. Because Thunderbird is like pretty much like Gryffindor, and I'm only thirty two percent Gryffindor, and I'm like I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe there's a all question thing for. That this is as what well. I was just wondering. Um, what what are the other ones? The other houses. Yeah, there's something that's like real. Um. Like real, like fluffy and quirky. You know how Hufflepuff is like the word is quite like cute. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Um, there's horn serp, horn serpent, wampus, thunderbird, and puckwoodgie. Yeah. Okay, that one. Yeah. Puckwoodgie. I feel like Hogwarts definitely, like the names are definitely better than the other one. Oh, maybe maybe Thunderbird isn't Gryffindor then, because. Wampus is apparently a tiger-like thing. Oh. So maybe it's Slytherin. But Horned Serpent sounds like that's Slytherin. But then when I read it on my Pottermore thing, it's like, learn about your Ilvermorny house. It was like, mind, knowledge, learning. Because that, be that would be the top thing for me, right? If my Ilvermorny house was Slytherin equivalent. 
Yeah. That's like, I'm literally like all four of them. Okay, here we go. Thunderbird. Thunderbird House is sometimes considered to represent the soul of a witch or wizard. It is also said that Thunderbird favours adventurers. So yeah, yeah, it's Gryffindor. It's Gryffindor, eh? Which is not me. I'm not an adventurer. I like my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So on minus is Horn Serpent Traits represents the mind, favours scholars, which seems much more like Ravenclaw. Mm. Yeah. I mean, of course, they're totally different. It's a different place. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> It's basically the same. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, wand now. You can go on to wand. So my wand is a laurel wood, unicorn hair core, 10 and three quarter inches, slightly springy flexibility, apparently. Ooh, I was going to say, I thought my wand was a bit short, but... Is mine quite short? I don't know, like, what an inch is. Like, an Um... inch is, like, what, 2.5 centimetres, approximately? I don't know, but I know um, Malfoy's is small and his is 11 and something. Oh, okay, mine's like tiny. Maybe mine's just like a pen size. <laughs> That's what I'm like picturing. And I'm pretty sure Umbridge's is like nine something, okay. but I'm not sure. Because Umbridge has the small, like one of the smallest, because it's meant to be like, they say, um, if the smaller the wand, the smaller the personality kind of thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which I was like, I'm not really accepting that since mine's 11 yeah. and three quarter inches. <laughs> I want a bigger personality. I want yeah, a long they personality. Yeah, they say that um, technically Hagrid's wand is the biggest, but that's not because of his size, it's because of his personality. Okay. Is his like loving, bubbly personality kind yes. of thing. It is also inside a pink umbrella. So yeah. if that's not personality galore, yeah, exactly. I don't know what is. exactly. So mine's redwood, thirteen and three quarter. Thirteen? No, eleven and three quarter inches. Uh, phoenix feather core and quite bendy flexibility. Oh yes. Which apparently means it's lucky, and I have a lot of initiative. Oh, there we go. I, I was reading up on it. No, yeah. yeah. Well done. I wonder what the difference between what did yours say? Slightly bendy. Uh, quite bendy, yeah. Quite bendy and slightly springy. Like, what is the difference between? I don't know, but bendy that, and springy. Um, that bit is the thing that gives you the most kind of personality for your wand, because that's the thing that says I have the most initi- initiative. I think. Oh yeah. And I think the phoenix feather core is the lucky part. Oh yeah, that would make sense. But I can't remember because I researched this a week ago. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you did much more research than I did, so... <laughs> I might be saying things totally incorrect. But hey, that's fine. I'm sure people will correct us if we're wrong. Oh, I'm sure they will, because the mm-hmm, internet. Mm-hmm. So then, what was your Patronus? And are you happy with it, or would you change it? I am happy with it. Good. It's a lynx. Ah, yes. I Yeah, I thought I was going to get a cat, and I got a wild cat, so I'm like, cool. That means I'm a little bit more than a house cat. Yep. Yeah, I tried to find on Pottermore, like, your reasoning behind your Patronus. And it doesn't have anything. And I was really disappointed. I was like, this is just giving you a random thing. Fun fact, though, about the lynx. Kingsley Shacklebolt also has a lynx as his Patronus. Oh, yeah. And he's pretty awesome. He is. Maybe I could be the, like, a really cool aura. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So my Patronus is a beagle. And I don't know what I feel about that. Like, I'm okay that it's a dog, but also I feel like <laughs> a beagle is not, like, that 
cool of a dog. Like, don't hate me, beagle lovers, but I don't know. And so, cool dogs. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. Like, also, I think the word beagle, it's not that, like, links. No. That sounds cool. Yeah. It's not like you've got a wild animal. You've got, like, a I've pet. got, like, a trained pet. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so to to fix this, I took a, a, like, Googled, I was like, what is the equivalent in the real world of this? And I was like, oh yeah, like spirit animal. I was like, okay, so I will find spirit animal quizzes and we'll see what uh, the world says. So I did six spirit animal. Yeah, I had to know. So I did six spirit animal quizzes. One said I was a bear. One said I was an owl, and I hate owls. The only owl allowed in the world is Hedwig, bless her heart. And one said I was a dragon, which I am totally all for, and I will take that. But then three said that I was a dog. It didn't say what type of dog, but it said I was a dog. So I feel like, overall, I'm probably some type of dog, but I don't know if I'm a beagle. Mm. I mean, out of all the dogs, beagles aren't that bad. That's true, but I think I, my dog is a Labrador, so I'm like, yes. I just want to be like Bonnie, my dog. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, God. See, I always feel like my spirit animal, I haven't done the quizzes, mm-hmm. but I always feel like my spirit animal is half cat and half sloth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a, I'm picturing like a, is it a Maine Coon cat? You know, kind of one of those, yeah. or like a ragdoll mm-hmm. cat, like. Yeah. Big fluffy. Fluffy, but sleepy. Relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> not lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not, not lazy. Just, you know, I'm, I'm good at good at relaxing yeah, chilled out and yeah I'm, I'm nice and fluffy and <laughs> i don't really know where i'm going with this <laughs> you hear it here first internet sophie's nice and fluffy <laughs> so on the animal um course then what would you think your animagus is or would be if you could be one half cat half sloth <laughs> perfect so um Great. No, I, no, if I could choose, which you don't get to choose, but if I could choose, I would probably go with more with cat than sloth because, yeah. you know, I'd like to be able to move fast. Yes. Also, I feel like it's a lot more common to see a cat than a sloth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you could get into places, mm-hmm, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like being a, being a cat would be really useful as well because you could just stroll around the streets and mm-hmm. it kind of feels like, do you know... Um, and they say, if you could have any superpower, what would you oh, yeah. like? Yeah. And I always go for, I'd like invisibility. Yes. So I could like, you know, if I didn't want to see anybody, I could just stroll down the streets mm-hmm. and be invisible. Yeah. I feel like as a cat, you could do that. Yes. Although you might get patted, but. But it's okay because you're fluffy, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't mind having a few pats as long as I don't have to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a bad day. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So what would you be? Uh, yeah. I don't know what I would be. Um. But I was thinking, like, just like you, like, you'd want to be something that could, that was common enough that you could go places you wouldn't normally. So I was thinking, like, um, a bird, maybe, because then I could fly as well, and that would be yeah. epic. I feel like that would be awesome. But then there are specific birds that I don't like, like owls, for example. <laughs> owls creep me out. Also, like, ravens and crows. Mm-mm. No. I feel like not a lot of people like birds. No, that's true. Plus, if I didn't know it was you, I might attack you. Oh, gosh. Okay, maybe I'd be like a big-ass bird, like an emu or something. About like an eagle. Or an eagle, yeah. Wouldn't be able to be an eagle here, though, in New Zealand. 
A hawk? Could be a hawk. Yeah. Or one of the native birds, because then it would be illegal to kill me. Yeah, that don't make any difference to cats. No, that's no, that is true. But I feel I feel like I'd have my my brain when I was a cat. Yeah, I feel like like McGonagall knows what she's doing when she. Yeah, she's not gonna go around killing birds. Prowling? No, she's not. Can we do some cool transfiguration? Yeah. Into. <laughs> Which leads me on to what's your favorite class? Because mine's transfiguration. Okay, so I was thinking about this, and I also had transfiguration on my list, but I think. I like charms. I think I just like the idea of being able to like open locked doors and float feathers mm-hmm. and other various items. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of useful things in charms. Like they're not yeah. like super big spells, but they're super handy spells. I mean, it's just your favorite class. It doesn't mean you don't get to study anything else. No, but... exactly. So I think I think charms is my favorite, but followed closely by transfiguration. Mine's followed closely by. Um care of magical creatures oh yes because i would just love you know it's just gonna go hang out with buckbeak yep stay away from the bus and its groots yes always <laughs> do not go near them <laughs> <laughs> so then who's your favorite teacher then your favorite professor at hogwarts it is mcgonagall mm-hmm. because you know sassmaster oh yes but i do like flitwick oh <laughs> See? Transfiguration and charms, I right? know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I can't... Yeah, Professor McGonagall, she's just great. She's so good. I feel like there's nothing bad about her. She just has some great one-liners as well. <laughs> so many good liners. I love it in so the, the movie version where it must be like in the last... The very last movie when she um makes the um all the the statues come alive to like protect Hogwarts and she's like I've always wanted to do that spell I've always wanted to do that so cute you go girl so good love McGonagall and also when she's like um take Mr. Finnegan with you because he's got a great knowledge of pyrotechnics it's like yes 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 you notice your your, your kids paying attention um, I also have on my list Lupin because I feel like any teacher who forces you to eat chocolate is worth keeping around. Oh, yeah. And one, I have another one on my list who might be like controversial. I don't know. But I kind of love to hate him or hate to love him. And that is Lockhart. Oh. <laughs> I just think he's so hilarious. But I think what I like about him is actually Kenneth Branagh's like version of Lockhart. Yeah. Um, I think it's just so spot on and he does it so excellently in the movies. That he just made me love to hate Gilderoy. Gilderoy! You know, it's just so good. <laughs> and his books are so, like, pompous and self-absorbed. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yep. Definitely one of those. I love him, but I don't like him. He's not my you least know? favorite, but no, I wouldn't put yes. him on the top. <laughs> Although saying that, I do... I need to phrase this correctly before I get insulted. Um, I do kind of like... Umbridge's character. Okay. You might need to expand on that. Okay. <laughs> Don't like her as a person. Wanted to throw my book across the room every single time I read about her. Yes. Worse than Voldemort. Mm-hmm. But I do like her in the movies. I like how she's portrayed and she, do- she does she does evil well. She she really does. She is evil, but she does evil well. And those, like, pink, like, suits. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't get over her outfits. Her outfits are awful. <laughs> <laughs> and her whole office. Is terrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so many yep. kittens. Poor innocent kittens. Yeah. 
she's just a horrible character, but she does it so well. Yeah, and it's definitely true. I admire it slightly, but also I really, really want to hate her. <laughs> but she's never going to beat the Sass Master. No, that's true. Never will. The only people who will are the twins. Ah, uh, yes, 100%. Okay, speaking of twins, who are your favourite students? Seamus, Lee Jordan, and the twins. <laughs> totally. Those four together. I'm so annoyed that Lee Jordan is not in it more. I know. Like, because I, I remember, like, loving him in the first, like, couple of books. Um, and then he just kind of, kind of disappears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's really sad. It is. It is. You don't really hear about him much at all in the later ones, do you? No. He's, like, the twins' buddy, and then the twins just become the twins. Yeah. The twins leave, and... They start their own shop. Yeah. But Seamus is great as yes, well. I love Seamus. <laughs> I do... I've always loved Neville. Like... <laughs> Oh, Neville. But I feel like he's like got great uh character development, like from this nervous little mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, scared little eleven year old to like this yeah. cardigan wearing snake chopping head off person at the end, you know, it's just such a wonderful like character development. Yeah. Like How do you feel about the theory that he could have been Harry? They could have been swapped. But I feel like it would be a completely different story if it was Neville. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have gone, like, terribly wrong, I feel. Yeah. I feel like even if he didn't get killed as a baby, he would not have done the Philosopher's Stone, and then Voldemort would be, like, immortal, and... Yeah. We would have had no more books, because everybody would be dead. <laughs> yeah. It would end in the first <laughs> We get the chapter. first. Yeah. <laughs> Neville Longbottom and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> oh, poor Neville. Yeah, even though Harry annoys me a lot of the time, oh, he's yes. definitely better at winning than Neville is, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. Neville would have got there. He just probably would have died before he got there. Yeah, I f- yeah. I feel like Neville may have started the cause and everybody else would have, like, finished it for him. Mm-hmm. I also love Luna. I just have to throw that out there. Yeah. Because she's such an oddball, but she's so great. And she's, like, this endearing weirdo who wears radish earrings and reads her quibbler upside down and warns you about nargles. And she's odd, but somehow she's always, like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And I really like that. Yeah. Mm. I like that she's different. Yeah. That she actually knows what she's on about. Yeah. And she doesn't let other people, like, and their reaction to her weirdness, like, get her down. She's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep, she doesn't let other people influence her at all. Yeah, just gotta go and find my shoes because everybody stole them. Aww. Oh, Luna. Love her. Uh, speaking of losing your shoes around Hogwarts, what's your favourite part of Hogwarts? I haven't got anything written down for this because I really? don't know. Okay, I have two places. So the first one is the room of requirement. Like, how handy would that be? What I'm thinking, yes. Sophie, is just like a door in your house, right? And you walk past it and you think uh, library and you open it up and there's all your books. That would be so useful. You know how we were having this dilemma about lack of shelf space mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, there are piles on the floor. But if you had a room of requirement that looked after all your books, that would be marvelous. You know, it would be great if it came with a shelver and you just chucked your book in and closed the door and it was all shelved and magically it did afterwards. It for you. Or. It shelved them how you wanted, and if, then if you changed... Because, you know, like, not everybody does an alphabetical. How no. do you sort your books? Colour coordination. Oh, my goodness, me too. Okay. But not really. <laughs> I do it kind of just like, uh, like 
aesthetically like whatever looks aesthetically good mm-hmm, but I mm-hmm. like to have all my series together so if I've got like series that are that the cover spine changes color I try and put them next to either standalones or series that do the same so then I've yep. got like the blues and reds on one shelf mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. something you know yep I just have my top shelf with all my favorites oh yes so most of them are the series like Harry Potter and stuff mm-hmm. and then Everything down from that is literally red to black. Oh, nice. And then my bottom shelf is just shoved with everything that didn't fit anywhere else. Yes, and miscellaneous. You can't see that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's There's always the bottom the shelf, eh? Just yep, the bottom don't look shelf. at the bottom shelf. Yeah. Yeah, so if you like opened it, you're like, oh, yes, I want it to be colourful today. It will be colourful. And then you opened it the next day, you're like, oh, I want my TBR at the top. And then... Yes. It organizes your br- through your brain, knows what you want to read. See how wonderful would that be? Sounds great. But then it would also give you the option of like manually going in there and hanging out with your books and like shuffling them around yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I feel. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's fun. I enjoy that. The other one, the other room or section of Hogwarts that I had on my list was the Great Hall because it has so many uses, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. eating and dancing and full school campouts and sleeping bags and you know troll in the dungeons announcements everything everything (laughs) happens in the great hall and it's yeah it was just such a magical place yeah i think when i first read it i was like oh yeah great hall i think yeah i just didn't write it down Mm. i was i was gonna come back to it later i never now now is your later (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I, i will go with the great hall for now although the common rooms Ah, uh, yeah. And the Hufflepuff common room is right next to the kitchen. Yes, it it's is. Which has always been, like, a, a great point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Step out the common room door, tickle the pair into the kitchen. Hang out with the house elves. Back out again, straight back into bed. <laughs> Don't have to come down all the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> nope. And this is your sloth coming out. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I knew it was in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you only have to roll out of bed in the morning and then trot up the tiny little stairs and you're you're there to the Great Hall for breakfast. Yeah, maybe I am a sloth. Maybe. <laughs> Last favourite thing, outside of Hogwarts. Place outside of Hogwarts. So I had two places because I couldn't pick, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. usual. Uh, one of them, Hogsmeade. Ooh. Because I would love outings to Hogsmeade, please. That would be amazing. My one my one place was inside Hogma- Hogsmeade. Oh, okay. What's your one place? Honeydukes. Oh, of course. Of course. Duh. Now I want, like, chocolate frogs. Like, that's what yeah. I want to eat right now. Exactly. Oh, it would be amazing to go to Honeydukes. All I've talked about is food in the last five minutes, yep. but we're good. That's okay. Because <laughs> Hufflepuff <laughs> right next to the kitchen, right? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Obviously, that's all that matters to us. <laughs> My other favourite place outside Hogwarts is just Diagon Alley because it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, wonderful and yeah. it's like the first like welcome to magical land Harry mm-hmm. look at this wall oh it's a door let's go through here mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. just all the different stores especially Flourish and Blots of course the bookstore yeah of course it's like um, in the studio tour when you go to Diagon Alley it's so tiny yes. it doesn't look as it just, it, it's still obviously great mm-hmm. and magical, but it does, yes, yeah, like you want the towers of. <laughs> I can't explain myself and my arms are moving. 
<laughs> but the listeners can't see your arms. Nope, nope. <laughs> but I guess like the um the actual theme park of Harry Potter, mm-hmm. yep, is full size. Yeah, and so that is the dream to go there. Mm-hmm. Maybe if this takes off and we earn loads of money from it. There we go, <laughs> listeners. You better like our podcast. <laughs> yeah, give us a review so we can start funding our trip to Hogwarts. Send us to Hogwarts. Yes, we will do a live video. A video tour. We will do that. There we go. That's our promise. The listeners can get us to Hogwarts. We will do a live video. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so one quick thing we haven't talked about yet is the order of books. Which are your favourites from least favourite to favourite? Okay, luckily I did a blog post about this recently. Perfect, yes. So I have them all in order. So from least favourite, Chamber of Secrets, mm-hmm. Half-Blood Prince, which is actually one of my favourite movies, so yeah. Yes. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, which is my favourite movie, mm-hmm. uh, Order of the Phoenix, Goblet of Fire, Deathly Hallows, Philosopher's Stone. At top. Okay, so ours are quite similar, but I like the middle ones. So mm-hmm. my least favourite is Chamber of Secrets, mm-hmm. then Goblet of Fire, then Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, Prisoner of Azkaban, and then my top two combined, because I can never just have a top one. That's cheating. Um, Deathly Hallows and Philosopher's Stone. The end and the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I had to have Philosopher's Stone as my first one. Cause... I know, you, you have to, eh? It's what started it all. It's also yeah. the most magical, with the least amount of deaths. <laughs> yes, also that. Uh, the least emotionally mm-hmm, draining, mm-hmm. I think. Though, technically the Chamber of Secrets, the only death is the memory in the diary. And then Prisoner of Azkaban... Technically, no one dies. They saved them all. So maybe it's not the least amount of deaths. Maybe it's not. It's still the greatest, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. I remember up until that post, I always said Order of the Phoenix was my favourite. Really? Just because of the memories that we went through at a previous thing. of just I just remembered when I read it. Whereas all the other ones, I don't remember reading them at all for the first time. But that one I do. Next year. And also, just to don't kill me, but the first round through the books, I didn't finish Goblet of Fire. What? The first chapter in the in the Riddle House, I just couldn't do it. It, yeah. it freaked me out. I couldn't read it. Oh my goodness. It's like my third favourite book now, but I, I couldn't do it the first time. So I just skipped it. That's amazing. So did you, so did you skip the whole book? Mm-hmm. Oh, Sophie. I know. So when did you come back to it? Like, did things happen in, in the next one and you were like, wait, what? Because you had missed it? I don't know. Obviously that must have happened, but I was, I don't know, I was a kid. Not recently, but like, I was in my teens, maybe late teens, when I read it the fir- like, first time, I think. I'm not 100% because, you know, memory is awful when I'm a child. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely didn't read it the first time. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And... I am also I'm, I'm I'm appalled at myself that I continued a series without reading. That's so odd. I'm so shocked. And like that scene, that whole chapter, the Riddle House. I'm looking at it now. Um, like it's not one that I often remember is exists. So it's no. funny how you just skipped it. 
And it's probably only like five, ten pages or so. I could have just skipped that chapter. Yeah, you literally could have. It is... Oh, it's quite long, actually. It's 19 pages. Oh. Um, no, it's not. It's only 10 pages because it starts on page 7. Huh. Well. Well, I'm glad that you came to your senses and you've read it now. <laughs> I've read it now many, 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 many times. Perfect. Good. I learned from my childhood. Oh, good. The only other... Um, uh, I just have a favourite ghost. Probably nearly headless neck. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Although I do like the grey lady for some weird reasons. I just remember her and like her for some... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, because she's rather depressing. Yeah, and she's not in it very much, is she? No, she's literally in the... She's like... only in it at the very end, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the Bloody Baron. I do like the Bloody Baron. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no one beats nearly, nearly headless neck. Nearly headless? How can you be nearly headless? Hermione. I think that's it. I mean, there are always things that we could talk about with Harry, obviously. Obviously. But we have to save them for another time. This week's episode of Rants and Reviews was brought to you by Assassin McGonagall, Chocolate Frogs, and your usual hosts, Anjali and Sophie. We hope you've enjoyed our Harry Potter episode, but if it hasn't quite been enough, don't worry. We will definitely be chatting about this magical world in future episodes. But in the meantime, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Rants and Reviews, on Instagram at Rants and Reviews Pod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast channel. Until next time, happy reading!